some children. All children between ages 2 and 45. Please come forward. I don't know how many we have, but we hear a lot. If you, and if your child is a little bit more comfortable staying in the audience, that's fine. But I'd love to have some up here. Um, Aww, you're going to like this. Jackie. Thank you, little one. Come on up. Come on up. Ages 2 through 45. 2 through 45. Okay? Okay. Come over here. You guys can come over here. You don't have, to face, don't have to look at those ugly people. You can just turn around and sit and face me. You guys have a seat. Sit down, get comfortable. Okay. And so for those of you that are still, the children who are still out there in the audience, this is for you, not your parents. So I have a story to tell you about a young boy named Little Pastor Joey. Are you ready? Yes. Twas the night before Christmas. A tale to be told of little Pastor Joey, just six years old. <laughs> Lying in bed with a worry so deep, thoughts of his naughtiness keeping him from sleep. <laughs> he'd talk back to his parents, he'd lied here and there. He was mean to his sister without even much care. Halloween candy, a secret he kept, stashed under his bed but his conscience wept. <clears throat> Am I naughty or nice? Joey asked with some fear, with Christmas approaching, the big day so near. Would Santa forgive him or pass him by? Would there be gifts or a tear in his eye? <laughs> but lo and behold, on Christmas morn bright, a brand new bicycle greeted his sight. Even though I've been naughty, I've been given a chance. Little Pastor Joey thought as he gave it a glance. He asked his parents, why this surprise? I've been somewhat naughty. I've even told lies. They smiled and they said, a prayer you have made for Jesus' forgiveness, so don't be afraid. You see, dear Jesus, he had prayed with a heart so true. I've not always been good, but I'm turning to you. Forgive me, I ask, and help me to be your kind of person, dear Jesus, good, true, and free. Children, now listen as we ponder the night. Are we ready for Christmas with hearts feeling light? Naughty or nice, where do you stand? Is there hope for us all in this great land? Some say they're naughty while others claim nice. Some frozen in fear like mice on the ice. Look, I'm not a poet, okay? Just, I needed a rhyme. It, what happens to each as Christmas draws near? Do presents await? Or will there be nothing to cheer? Remember this story as you lay in your bed while visions of sugar plums dance in your heads. Christmas isn't just about being good or bad. It's about forgiveness, having joy, and being glad. You see, Jesus came down to earth so meek to give us all hope, even when things seem so bleak. Forgiving us our sins and showing us the way so we can be better no matter the day. So when you unwrap your gifts with delight, remember the true meaning of Christmas tonight. Through Jesus' birth, God showed us his love and brought us closer to heaven above. 
And as you gather with family and friends, be sure to tell them about Jesus, whom God did send. And eternal life, a gift so grand to all who believe throughout the land. Merry Christmas, children. Love you. It's my new entrance music. Um, so I have a message for you today. It's called Christmas Breaks the Silence. So I'll explain the bells in just a minute, but let's start off by reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. And there were shepherds in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory shone round about them, and they were filled with great fear. The angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. So have you ever felt like you hadn't heard from God in a while? Have you ever had that feeling? I believe that Christmas 2023, if that's you today, I believe that Christmas 2023 can break that silence for you. So remember when you were a kid and it would feel like the entire year was just something to endure just to get to Christmas morning? Like I'd start asking in June, Mommy, when's Christmas? And each year, Christmas bells, when that season comes, Christmas bells break the silence, announcing that Advent and all of its traditions and its carols and its cookies and all that stuff is finally here. You know, little Pastor Joey, by the way, that was my nickname growing up. I don't know if you knew that or not. Everybody <laughs> called me from the time I was four. <clears throat> Just kidding. <clears throat> little Pastor Joey loved to hear Christmas bells that first time each year, right after Thanksgiving, because it meant Christmas, and it signaled that Christmas was finally getting close. And each day that I heard those bells, I got more excited. Mom, how many days? Is it tomorrow? No, little Pastor Joey, but soon. <laughs> now, although it wasn't with Christmas bells, can you imagine how exciting the announcement must have been for the first Christmas? Before the announcement of the first Christmas, did you know that God's faithful people, those who were faithful to God, they hadn't heard anything new from God for over 400 years. For centuries, there were no new prophecies and no new miracles or no new words from God. No miracles. Everything from heaven just stopped. Not only that, but in the midst of that deafening silence, the land that God had given to Israel, his people, was now under control of an oppressive empire called Rome. A crucifixions. It was a brutal regime. Do you remember when Herod, who was a puppet leader for Rome, Herod ordered the firstborn Jewish male killed? That's the kind of government was ruling their land. And the deafening silence combined with this brutal Roman rule made life miserable, painful, and hopeless for so many. Despite all that, though, the faithful would cling to Old Testament promises. In spite of all that, 
For hundreds of years, the faithful continued to worship God through the feasts and in the temple. For hundreds of years, the priests served in the temple. No doubt, some of them wondered, is there really any point to this anymore? Is God ever going to speak? But each generation, for 400 years, each generation hoped that they would be the ones to see the promises that were made 400 years earlier fulfilled. They would see it in their lifetime. That was their hope. But with each year, silence. It felt like God was more and more distant, further away. But the faithful still lived faithful in that deafening silence. Even as generations came and went, the faithful still hoped, the faithful still believed and anticipated God would do something one day that would be spectacular. They knew one day heaven would break the silence and God would speak to his people once again. And you know what? He did. But here's the thing. God did not just break the silence all at once. Did you know when he broke the silence, it actually started with just a few faint, quiet, intimate whispers to a select few. There's some incredible stories about these whispers of hope in the Gospels. Luke records one whisper to a man named Simeon. Luke describes Simeon as an old man who was faithful and righteous and faithfully served God in the temple for decades. He had hoped that God would one day break the silence and Messiah would come. And then that day, God would begin to redeem his people. Now, one day, as he's serving in the temple, waiting and hoping for the silence to break, the Holy Spirit whispers a promise to Simeon. Hey, Simeon, guess what? You're going to meet Messiah before you die. It wasn't Christmas bells, right? But it was a subtle clue, a faint whisper that something huge, something loud was about to happen. And then God whispered to John the Baptist's parents, Zachariah and Elizabeth, that they would have a son and they would name him John and he would be an absolute bullhorn (laughs) paving the way for Jesus the Messiah, the Redeemer. He will have a very loud voice. Then an angel from heaven tells the young virgin Mary that she will have a son. His name will be called Emmanuel, God with us. And a few months later, a pregnant Mary visits her aunt Elizabeth, who's been pregnant with John the Baptist for about five months. And when Mary greets Elizabeth that first time, Elizabeth felt John the Baptist kick in her womb. And she knew. This was another shocking surprise, right? The Messiah that John would be a bullhorn for is the son of her niece, Mary. Wow. And Elizabeth, because of these whispers, is filled with joy. And she says, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Then God whispers to a bewildered, confused, hurting Joseph. Joseph, fear not. This is my son, and I'm giving you the incredible privilege of raising Jesus as a stepfather. And even though it all started with personal private whispers, for the first time in 400 years, God has broken his silence. 
Something, something is definitely stirring on heaven, in heaven and on earth. Something huge is about to happen, but it's, but it's still kind of mysterious, right? But then suddenly, if you let me coin a phrase, all heaven breaks loose. <laughs> With loud Christmas bells ringing and declaring the silence has abruptly come to an end. Heaven is in full voice. It disrupts the mundane, miserable lives of the faithful people, and now everything has changed. God speaks to more people, announcing his intentions, and the Christmas bells get closer and grow louder and louder. And first, God speaks to three powerful, highly educated, wise, famous men, probably the most famous men in the world at the time. Everyone knew who these three wise men were. And through dreams and their study of Scripture and signs in the heaven, that star we've read about, God reveals to them, hey, my son Messiah is born. These three wise men are so excited about this message. Let me tell you why this is a loud bell. They begin to take a year-long journey to Bethlehem to meet baby Jesus. And listen, these guys don't go just like three men in a camel like you see in the pictures. They would have traveled with a huge entourage. (laughs) Very noticeable. All their family, their staff, their cattle, their camels, their horses, their wagons. And everyone would see the dust from this caravan of three wise men. Everyone would recognize them. People would probably ask, hey, uh, you guys aren't really from around here, are you? (laughs) Where are you going anyway? Well, we're going to Jerusalem to meet the new king and to honor and worship him and to give him these gifts. And then something even louder happens. An army of angels appear to poor, isolated shepherds working the third shift in the fields, watching their sheep, the total opposite of the wise men. The announcement in that field is so loud. At first, the poor shepherds are completely frightened But the angel comforts them. The angel says, no, no, don't be afraid. I have good news. Jesus is born. Now leave your boring fields and go tell everyone the good news. These, with the shepherds, are the loudest Christmas bells yet. The loudest message from God in over 400 years. The silence is now completely, fully broken. The secret is out. The shepherds leave the fields, going into all the land, declaring the good news that everyone can find Jesus. After 400 years, heaven is no longer silent. God is speaking everywhere, and the Christmas bells are all over the place. Can you imagine what all these people were thinking when God spoke to them, what they were feeling? From the whispers to the angels, It's all so fresh. It's all so new. It's all so exciting. And the faithful who had ears to hear have been waiting to hear from God. And finally they do. And Christmas has burst onto the scene. It's a massive outbreak of good Christmas news to all who love God. And what is that good news? God has broken the silence in the biggest way with the birth of his son, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. All these people, the whispers and the shepherds and the wise men, all these people were expecting something at some point, somewhere. They, wasn't, they weren't sure what it would be, but they were looking and they had hope. 
Are you? See, before the first Christmas, the world had its own loud, obnoxious bells. They were all anyone could probably hear. They were out of tune, unpleasant, unpeaceful bells. The world today isn't that much different, is it, really? Do the world's bells give you a headache? Are they so loud sometimes it makes you feel like you can't hear God? The world constantly seeks to drown out the Christmas bells that broke the silence 2,000 years ago. The loud, obnoxious world around us is repetitive and burdensome and painful and full of lies. And sometimes it's really hard to hear Christmas, isn't it? Do you feel like God has been silent in your life? Are you desperate? Just hoping God will, will do something or, or say something? Let me just tell you, since that very first Christmas, here's the good news. God has never stopped speaking to his people. And heaven will never be silent again. What God did for Zach and Elizabeth and Mary and Simeon and Anna and the shepherds and the wise men, he is still doing right now today in this room. Every day throughout the world, God is speaking to his people through a beautifully orchestrated chorus of his word, his spirit, and his church. The same Holy Spirit that broke into 400 years of silence that very first Christmas is still ringing Christmas bells today. Every day God is breaking through that with that message of hope through the gospel of Jesus our Savior. Did you come here today not realizing how desperately you need a Christmas message of hope and joy and peace? Is it possible that God is using Christmas 2023 to break through what you perceive as silence from heaven? Is he speaking to you? Maybe you needed the silence broken to be reminded of the good news you've heard once before of what Jesus has done for you on the cross. Or maybe for the very first time you hear Christmas bells and you finally can pick out that tune and you understand, oh, that's what they're saying. Grace Life family, Christmas bells are ringing. God is speaking loud and clear. Christmas Listen, Christmas is trying to get your attention. Take time right now, all of us, this morning to listen to what God is saying to you with the Christmas bells of 2023. Just like that very first Christmas, Christmas of 2023 is full of good news, of great joy for you today. And, and, and what is that news? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The only way to be pleased with, God, with heavenly Father is through the work of his son, Jesus. And if you believe that, you too can join the chorus. Glory to God in the highest 
and on earth peace and goodwill to those with whom he is pleased. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that you are not silent. I don't know how the faithful did it for 400 years, living day to day, not knowing when you would speak again. And here we are today, 2,000 years later, and you're speaking all the time. It's just a question of whether or not we have ears that want to hear it. You're speaking through your word. You're speaking through your Holy Spirit. You're speaking through your people in the church. Lord, I pray that you would give us wisdom to know how to turn down the obnoxious, loud, annoying, painful, lying bells of the world and turn up the volume on the Christmas bells. Lord, I pray that you would fill us with the joy and the peace and the hope, even today, of what Christmas is really about. Lord, we do love our traditions and, and all the things we do together, and all that's great. But Lord, we're so thankful that really what Christmas is about is you breaking the silence, and you will never be silent to your people again. And Lord, as we gather with family and friends to celebrate tonight and tomorrow, soften our hearts to what you have to say. We want to hear it. And we ask for this.